Welcome to Business and Investing with Grant and Charlie, where we are enhancing your complete set of skills to build wealth inside and outside your business. It's funny, even face-to-face, Charlie, I have to do the actions and I'm sure it looks hella weird. (laughs) I was just going to say, you are much more comfortable doing this the second time than the first. So for anyone that hasn't, I would highly encourage you to listen to the first episode, part one of this episode on spending your time away from your business where you'll see Grant's intro is a little bit more awkward. We've got way more comfortable with it now. I like it. It's like, have you ever gone to like marriage counseling or like relationship counseling where they get you to look into each other's eyes and it's like so uncomfortable at start and then you feel comfortable? It was that. Just put it out there. I haven't had that experience, but I can imagine it would be intense. Totally. Uh, And for anyone who's listening to this, if you do want to subscribe to the newsletter, head over to businessandinvesting.com forward slash newsletter. Put in your name and email. And we'll notify you every single time we drop one of these episodes. Now, before we get started, Charlie, let's cue your disclaimer. It's Charlie here from Business and Investing. And I need to let you know that Grant, myself, and the Business and Investing team are in no way, shape, or form qualified to give you personal or specific financial advice. We strongly encourage you seek out and use professionals when you are making investment decisions or comparing investment products. Like when you you know you've got one of these weekends coming up, what do you do before? What do you do during? What do you do after? Yeah, so it's it's really interesting. The very first thing that I find that I've personally found confronting, but I think a lot of people that I talk to find confronting as well, is actually booking the darn thing in. So even before all that prep, it's like just how often do you do it? And so I really like the idea of cadences, right? So if you're sitting there going, "Ah, oh, just don't have time. Everything's burning around me and stuff like that." Just do some kind of basic cadence, like maybe once a quarter. Maybe uh, you go away for four nights or four days or something like that. Or maybe once a month you get away for a night or something. Like just try and get it into some kind of cadence, which is why I asked you the question around like the trigger points because <clears throat> I'm like, wow, it's a very mature person. It's like, oh, my business is stagnant. I, get, I need to get away because most people are like, oh, my business is stagnant. I need to do more. <laughs> I'm going to do more of the thing. And so I'm like, well, just cadence is, is in my recommendation the best way that I've got to continue going, doing the thing, uh, then book it out weeks in advance. And you know, why do you need to book it out weeks in advance? Because what will end up happening is you actually prep for it. So, for example, us preparing for this weekend away, then i got a document that's full of questions. It's so funny we do the same thing. <laughs> so, literally, I've, just, like, I've spent thinking time and like literally my thinking time is – how do Charlie and Grant make the best of, out of this weekend? What questions do I need answered in this qu- weekend? What have I not been thinking about? How do I get to X? And let's just use all these thinking times to come up with questions with no answers. Just maybe I'll throw down some random thoughts and then we'll just cover loosely. Are some of yours just like statements? So it, I've looked back and I'm like, what the hell? Is this? Yeah, I was like, I don't even know what I, it's just like I've written a word. It's not even a complete sentence. But it's funny, like one of my questions, I had 10 bullet points basically trying to answer the thing. And I'm just like, cool, my brain was just at that point. Like it doesn't matter. I'm like, I'm not tr- actively trying to solve something and planning for it. I'm just getting everything in my head to go without limitation. What do I want to think? And whilst we're here, I will continue to add to that list. Do you know what's interesting? When you make the list before you go away, so like I've been, I've been doing this for about a couple of weeks now is like actually like I have a part of my Apple Notes where it's like things to discuss while away. As you put them down, you start percolating on them in the time in totally. the lead. Totally, yeah. Dude, that's, it's such a 
a powerful moment because like when you sit there making a coffee two days after you wrote this note, you're like, oh yeah. Or like you'd be listening to a podcast and someone would say something you're like, oh, that kind of relates to that question that I've put down. But was, if I was actually going to ask you what podcasts and content you're consuming at the moment, that was on my list. <laughs> See, I'd just sit there and I'd just like pick over your shoulder when you're reading in the morning. I'm like, oh, what's he reading? <laughs> All right, so d- doing so then, some preparation for it. Do, do you follow something like Keith Cunningham's Thinking Time process or, or use that in the lead up where you're like you're looking for the key things, you're putting that in a list and then you're bringing that with you? Totally. It's funny. I still think I'm on the journey of thinking time of trying to perfect it, right? I, actually, you know what? I doubt that anyone really perfects thinking time. Hey, you make it your own, right? <laughs> totally. It's like cooking. It's like as long as the meal is edible, you cook. As long as you can eat it. No one died. <laughs> Although, I'll tell you right. If someone cooks and everyone gets food poisoning, did they cook? That's, they still did the activity. didn't lead to a good outcome. Well, so it's like when business owners, they opened a business and it didn't work. They're still business owners. Yes, they were, they were. So the point being is that um, obviously outputs matter and help. Totally. But thinking time is one of those, like it's ambiguous. I don't think there is a perfect thinking time. And I think it's so individualized that it's like you want to shape it in yourself. What works for you may not work for me or vice versa. Totally. And so one of the challenges that I've faced with thinking time is not asking a very good question because I've always looked at the time that I've asked this amazing question that I wanted to print and frame on the wall and just go, that was like the greatest. Um, I've always had the best outcomes. And so what I've actually found is that I had to do multiple thinking times on this kind of the same topic. It's like, what do I want to get away from this weekend? And I have five different questions that basically allude to the same thing but then they'll all have completely different bullet points. <laughs> and I'm like, it's just how you frame the question. It's how you think about the question. That's why I'm like, I'm just not that great yet at thinking time where I'm just like, oh, this is the perfect question to ask. It will actually solve the problem. So what I do is when I look at something like a, a weekend getaway, I'm like, I know I'm going to have to have like five thinking times on this in order to expand on it. And then I'll hit some point and I'm like, that's a trash question. I, I need to expand on that. I need to at least think about it myself more before I go and talk to Charlie about it. And so, yeah, so coming up to it, I utilize thinking time like five, six times just to try and get to a good point and then I'll kind of collate them. There'll be duplicates, remove them all out and I'm like, cool, now I think I'm ready to go. I, I always try not to put too much pressure on myself to oh, no, solve, I put solve everything. No, no, I put immense pressure on myself. I was so. feeling that a little yeah. bit. <laughs> but but in, in the idea that you did this prep and you put all these questions down, I think one of the potential mistakes, and when I say potential, this is what I did, is thinking that if I write down five things, that I'm going to solve all five. I completely. Where it's like you might solve one, but you actually might come up with a new one while you're there and make the other ones void. Yeah. Where it's like you can't almost treat it transactionally in that way. It's not a to-do list. It's not a to-do list at all. Like you're not uh, – and the reason it's not a to-do list is because you're not trying to execute on it where you just need to come out with the end with those things solved. It is more just a process of thinking and decompressing and just going, great, like where does it land? Well, it shuts down the idea of new, right? Totally. If you come with five things and you're only going to solve those things, then what if you see something while you're here or you have a conversation or something pops up that is of uh, potentially higher value? So yep. the open-mindedness to that I found incredibly helpful in that. Um, just, just on prep before we talk about the idea of what we do when we are here, when you're doing prep, do you find that there's an excitement and mood that comes in the lead up? Like I think I've sent you like 20 pings across the last week and a half about like having a countdown. Like 
my level of enjoyment and excitement in life goes up in the lead up as well. And I would even say I perform better in the other areas of life in the lead up as well. It's got like this pre-burner effect. Totally. My uh, my wife has turned to me and Hazel has said, Grant, if you mention this weekend one more time, there are divorce papers. She's just jealous. She's just jealous. <laughs> She's like, and I'm sitting there like, what else am I going to say? I'm like, if I pink Charlie about this all the time, he's going to think I'm fucking weird. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of enjoy it. Yeah. <laughs> of course you do. I'm like, totally. So, yeah, uh, short answer, yes. Like, my wife, I'm like, ah. So the, but it's actually been really interesting uh, because Hazel's actually really excited for me on how excited I am. And she knows that these weekends we get so much out of it and that we actually come back and perform better. And I like to say, I'll probably become a better husband when I come back. Like, so, so, that's the afterburner. So, the pre burner is the excitement in the lead up to it which i think we're happier for the weeks in leading up we perform better in the other areas of life because of it but then the afterburner is also true everything around us yeah you're well rested you've put some intention you've got ideally some clarity around things so it's like when you come home and you're in that zone brain's a little bit deloaded yep I, I think there's truth in that as well i think it it serves past the weekend itself in I, a big way i concur i concur i'm curious like so Funnily enough, there was this weekend away, there is like one thing I'm trying to solve and I would love it if we could at least kind of cover most of it majority, but not even solve it. And so my question to you is like, do you routinely go through and prioritize your list leading up to the weekend to go, if there's just one question that we could get to ask across four days, this is the question I would like to ask? Or do you just have it as an unorganized list and just go, whatever organically pops up is what we'll cover? You know, I've actually become more loosey-goosey. Really? Yeah, I used to be more structured in that type of thing, but I found it's like a dampener on creativity. I almost feel like there's an artistic nature to it. Like even in doing this podcast, right? Yeah, sure, we prep and and you know what? People can probably see what's on the screens if they're on the video. (laughs) It's like one line bullet points. Yeah, but you have to allow it to go where it's going to go because if it's like scripted and rigid, it's like in this episode so far, how many things would not have gotten said? Oh, totally. Because we, because we prepped. I already know like half of this episode isn't in the prep. Totally. But it's just where the flow of things has gone. Is there intention around where I would like it to go? Yes. But again, I just think that in creativity or creative aspects like this, there has to be room for brainstorming. There has to be room for it. Totally. Um, are there outcomes I'd like? Yes. But do you know what? I'll go on another weekend if I need to. Totally. Did you, uh, did you feel the pressure to ask good questions or have a good list? Yes, that I do. <laughs> I'm, I must say is, um, and, and we'll probably talk about this a little bit in here as well, but it's like the idea of being underprepared for a weekend away feels wasteful. I totally. Like I want to be overprepped. So, and this comes down to like, I think anyone who knows us, like I used to think I was OCD and like you take it to a whole other level. <laughs> but um, between us, it's the most OCD weekend ever to a degree. Anyone would watch this and just go, you guys are weird. Yeah, you are weird. <laughs> but I, I would rather have too much on that list and in that prep and not finish things than come underprepared and feel like I spend the first day of this trying to get like into that, oh, you know, because the feeling of behind is a dampener on it. Totally. Where it's like I'm, a, it's being excited for it because I am overprepared, but then also happy if I don't get through it, like I don't need to get through it. And that, but I think that might even be a mindset thing. Yes. <clears throat> totally. As opposed to just a getaway thing 
Well, I'll, th- I'll throw another layer on this though because I think there's something else in this where we've spoken about we kind of hinted that we're doing golf as well as the more serious planning stuff or the business outcomes. We kind of just swing sticks. Like I, I feel like golf is like a little bit <laughs> too much. Of you wouldn't it. even put it into that label. How funny. <laughs> I sincerely believe when it comes to doing these types of weekends away, there has to be some fun and joy in it itself. Totally. Where if it's all just too serious and you're not having something to do with it. So if you're going away with a group of guys, maybe it's a nice dinner out and like playing cards, right? Yeah. Some funny, fun experiences. Well, you and I watched a ridiculous movie last was, night. No way I watched is exactly, we, we stopped it. Yeah. <laughs> we was, went to bed. <laughs> how are we run on time? We're doing our right for time as well, Grant. Um, but I think injecting those types of experiences in it are like setting the right moods and totally. tones and things as well, right? So in the preparation for this, when we pick a location, it's like we want the ability to incorporate that. Yeah. Where it's not like we're spending, we intend to spend the whole, we're literally going to sit at this table for four days. And just look at each other and we're just going to bang it out, laptops open. Got to have those things. I think it's important to bring an activity of some kind with you. Board games, right? Totally. Could be cards, could be like we're doing golf or uh, could, it could be like sporting endeavors. Food experiences could be really good. Yeah. Now, I'm, I'm not much of a like uh, a huge drinker, but for people that are into wineries or bars and things like or food experiences like could be a really, really cool thing as well. But I think injecting a bit of that into it makes a difference as well. It totally really, needs to really be enjoyable. Does. It's funny It's funny you bring this up because I was just thinking about this before. Like we, we are totally sort of a little bit weird to the extent that <laughs> – I'm trying, Charlie. I'm trying. No, I'll break it down right now. We think we're a little bit weird because the people we mostly hang out with are business owners who in themselves are weird. <laughs> weird, yes. Right. So how weird are we compared to our business owner friends? A little bit. <laughs> when I go out with the general population <laughs> and sit down for a meal, I feel like an alien. I'll go. Let's just briefly go through this. Go out for dinner, sitting down with a group of people that's lovely people. Yep. And it's like the questions that go around about like sport. I'm like, I, I, I haven't seen a game of sport in I don't know how long. So I've got no relatability. Then the next thing will come up about like weather because that's what people, do you know, it's it's oddly, default. The they default. default to weather. Yeah. That's the topic that comes up. Politics. Like there's this odd series of socialized normal events that I've just got no perspective on. Oh, it's funny you mentioned that. Like I had this, I had this employee, and we went out for lunch. Like this was a couple of years ago, and he was like, oh, "Politics Australia, it's it's horrendous." And he went into this real deep thing, and I go, "Well, like, look, I just have to be front with you. I actually don't know the name of the prime minister," <laughs> and he was so offended. Like, that, but that's what people – and there's nothing wrong with it if that's what you're in for, totally. but distinctly we live lives. And do you know the moments when I first notice is when I innocently say something, when I go, oh, I was up you know, I was up at uh, 4.30 this morning doing some thinking time reading this book and there was this thing in it that like, you know, trying to share a point and then they look at me and they're like, you were up at 4.30 yes. reading a book? And the second question is always like, what time do you go to bed? <laughs> it's like – I'm like, no, I don't think. What is wrong with you? And so, but last night, like when we were organizing dinner, like we, I remember when we walked into the supermarket, it was like, want some alcohol? Nah, nah. Yeah, no, let's not get some alcohol. I didn't, I didn't want to have alcohol and experience of this weekend because I thought it would cloud thinking. But it's totally because I'm like, I don't want to 
then feel like I have to finish a bottle and do like all these things. I'm like, no, nah, man, just give me some soda so, some, just some good soda water. That's what people decide though. I, I will say I have come across some business owners where, uh, and I don't want to like encourage this, but them having a couple of beers and a good talk with friends is how they enhance this experience. That's their process. I, I completely concur and I know a lot of business owners who have created a lot of deals through bars and drinking a lot. <laughs> and I'm like, but it's, but the reason I bring it up is it's horses for courses where you get to approach the weekend the way that you want to approach the weekend. I think the the key message though is it's not to replace extreme fun. Like it will be enjoyable whether you go to concerts, bars, or out playing golf or something like that. But you still need to appreciate just the natural process of this thing happening. Like you and I making yeah. sure we're moving our body. We're making sure that we're in a state where we do want to be creative. We do want to try and solve some things as opposed to, all right, Charlie, let's go and let our hair down and drink tinnies. Escapism. Totally. Escapism is the other area. It, and I think that's a very, very different lineation. If you're going away to just get lit, yeah, or play video games nonstop because you're not enjoying your life. Like that's a, a completely yeah. different sphere than productively using weekends away to create these types of things. Completely, completely. All right, so we're talking about the like lead up, injecting some fun, being prepared to like get the most out of it. When we're on these weekends away, how do you approach it? Could I just say like what happened in the car on the way here? Uh, I don't know what you're going to share, but why not? <laughs> so, here's a frame up. So, we're leaving uh, your house, Charlie, and we start heading down the road. And I'm like, look, uh, I've just got to call the buyer's agent to put an offer in on this place, that <laughs> this new investment property. And you're like, yeah, man. And all. Like, we were talking about like the place where it's at, like the look of the property and stuff, like five minutes into the drive. <laughs> then it's like, cool. All right. Uh, all good. So like 10 minutes in after you and I have had a chat, I'm like, ah, oh, cool. I'm just going to call the buyer's agent. Call the buyer's agent. Yeah, cool. Uh, put down off now. Ah, oh, no, I put an extra five grand now. Yeah, cool. No worries at all. And then- oh, Hold on. If you're in a hot area, yes, you should <laughs> overbid by five grand to secure the property. But passing on from that, totally. c- so that was, continue on. So then we were like 20 minutes in to about an hour and a bit trip. The conversation went to, do you want to start your list? <laughs> Because yeah, I was excited. I, w- I want to start the list. And so then it's like, I'm like, well, and so then I'm like, looking at my list. I'm like, no, I don't want to do such a good topic. Like, that's, you got to respect it more than a car trip. And so, anyway, we dove into a topic and we actually like solved one thing before we actually got up here. I think the drive is an important part of it. It's the and, or the flight. Totally. So, so, the Green Ninja book was for the plane amazing right and like even in our experience of the drive which this would be hard to do on your own unless you do like voice notes yeah but um the experience of like starting the percolation of these ideas starting the discussions yeah and i must say what a powerful way for us to be starting that weekend where you're literally negotiating on a property and um i'll share a little internal thought on that when we got in the car right and we're driving there and you're like literally on the phone to the buyer's agent the thing that hit me is like this is your life now. Yeah. Like when you got started in business and you had nothing, you had dreams of getting to this point. That's fair. Totally. And, and I'm sitting there and going, I can't believe, like I'm literally about to go away on this weekend. We're negotiating a property on the way. We're about to share these big ideas and thoughts. We've, we've just seen some really great success 
in business and like we just got our numbers for January literally that morning. Which were made it extra special. Yeah, made it extra special special, which I'll say record month mm-hmm. for us. It was actually a record uh, since we've been working together. It was actually a record for me overall, I believe. Ditto. So it was um, a pretty crazy result in that world as well. And I was like, and I, I was like overcome with like the mixture of excitement and gratitude all, all at once. It was like this perfect storm to the getaway. So that was, so coming back to the question of like, well, how, did this, how does it all sort of operate? So like to tee up the transport is like where it starts. Like it starts before the transport. And funnily enough, even sort of leading up to that, uh, just the no pressure. It's like cool. Like we'll just get away whenever we get away. Uh, we podcasted in the morning. <laughs> we recorded. A of course we do. That's not like us. <laughs> and then it's like cool. Like let's just get away. Let's have a good yeah. lunch. Get away, and then just get there whenever we want to get there, and we'll just continue to C- create that low stress environment. Totally. And now, so everything- before you go on, though, I feel like we should check our iPads. Right, so we're gonna, I'm going to keep this in the recording. So let's just make sure we are recording the video still. All right. Yes, I still got recording. Yeah, I'm still recording too. Hey. The system's working. Hey. Sorry, guys. We were giving this a test run on here. I was like, oh, what if it's not going? You know what? I had that thought like 10 minutes in. I'm like, did I check that the timer on the camera was going Runs out of storage. Like, oh, my God. All right, all right. But anyway, jumping back into this one. So, the, the trip itself, the transport, the journey. Is part of it. Like the lead up to it, the transport itself. Like, So, if you're catching a flight and imagine it leaves at like 1 p.m., wipe the whole day out. Just like wake up, whatever time you wake, and just cruise. Like maybe go out for breakfast. Like just cruise and do whatever. Set, you, set the tone. Literally, the intention of the whole weekend should start like that day. And it's just and our day when we started, it was the, that exact approach. So then that's how you started with the intention. Then the transports included in the weekend, and then you kind of get there and and it kind of starts off from there. But the the key point that I'll probably say is like. It shouldn't feel completely forced. Like we had conversations talking about random ass shit, random ass thoughts that weren't on my list and I suspect they weren't on your list. It was just organic of going like, how do you just settle in? Like starting this podcast of saying welcome to business and investing, looking at you in your eyes was like the most crazy feeling. I feel like we found our flow though. But totally. And now we've just found our flow. Like it's just two guys talking at a table at, at each other. But that's... That's where you need to get to. And if you try and sort of over-engineer it and just change it where it's not that organic, what happens is that you just don't get into that flow state, right? You just don't progress into it. And then um, obviously we, we got here, we ate dinner, and it was just very organic. We were talking I, I, I think you over. ate amazing. I, cook, I cooked you a spread and a half incredible. last night. But anyway. Continue. I was just trying to, trying to downplay it, Charlie, because I want you to cook something good tonight. Um, <laughs> I'm worried if I say it's so good, you won't do it. But then during that, like there's organic conversations that are happening. Like we got no music on, there's no TV playing in the background, there's no sort of kids running around. There's like it's just organic free flow. If we want silence, it's just silence. There's like, space. There is just it just is. And then uh, I went to bed, and we're very fortunate. Like we're, our, our clocks are very similar. Like you'll go to bed at nine, I'll go to bed at like roughly nine fifteen. You'll get up at twenty to five ish. I'll wake up just before five ish. Like it's pretty darn in sync. And then it's like, you do your morning. Like, we didn't even talk. It was like, oh, morning. But it was like, that was it. <laughs> Until we started like kettlebell swings and I tried to out kettlebell swing you. And that's kind of when it was just this organic approach. Yeah. So, when we're on these weekends away, that morning block is actually when I'm like doing the journaling and putting these ideas down. 
So like things tend to percolate across the day and don't get me wrong, I may still write things down, but that morning block of alone time, even though we're here together, is the opportunity for digestion that I think is really critical. And I do use the Keith Cunningham thinking time approach in that. I don't want to lose that. It's just been such a powerful thing for me. It is a game changer, hands down, hands down. And then, uh, and then the the key like progressing. So obviously we've talked about transport, the day, the setup, like the the nights, and then obviously into the mornings. Just make it organic. Like if someone's obviously respect each other. Like if I go to bed at two a.m. and you go to bed at nine, and I wake up at midday and you wake up at like five, obviously you want to try and find some kind of equilibrium. <laughs> Right, like you know, you would, you would want to check that in the people you go with. Totally, because right? it's like, well, what's going to happen here? Like, you're only going to have a couple of hours together. Like. I'm going to flag it now. If we if we do settle on this idea of doing weekends away and inviting other people and inviting other people, I'm either going to book like uh, caravan parks with like cabins, so yep. everyone can have their own cabin and run their own routine, or I'm going to be straight up. This is the clock where we're all working on in this house, <laughs> and everyone's in bed at like no, I just <laughs> you can do, you can stay up, but if you are fucking with other people's sleep or doing things, get out, yeah, not so invited. I play just, ball. Just imagine ten kettlebells prepped at six a.m. in the morning. <laughs> just going to become a boot camp. There are people listening to this that are like, I'm so in. I want in. That's, that's <laughs> me. And then there's others that are like, sounds like disturbing. Hell. Sounds like hell. You guys are suffers with pain. Um, but then, yeah, so then we woke up, we did our own sort of thing. Like, we were literally sitting across from each other where we could have just had a fantastic conversation. It was like almost two hours of nothing. And then, yeah, we went and did our exercise, uh, we got ready. And then it was, <clears throat> it was so organic and natural of just going, like, hey, let's, let's start prepping. Let's start like talking about this stuff. We grabbed coffees and then it was just natural. And then that's how it's just going to be for the rest of the day. We're going to have golf at some time we could do it earlier in the day we could do it later in the day we could do it for two hours six hours it just doesn't matter it just whenever that happens it happens that fluidity i think is so critical across the weekends as well and adaptability where it's just like it just doesn't matter like we will both go we just need to stop let's go do something else um the other thing that you and i will do it will easily walk ten thousand steps a day so i i literally have this in my notes is that um I have found the idea of like if you sit and write and try and think, the things that come out of you will be different than if you walk and think in there. And I think the combination of both is the optimum result. And incorporate it. Incorporate it into the weekends. Like, and don't try and just do like a, a massive bushwalk and smash out all 10,000. Like we'll walk to the cafe we'll, and then we'll break it up and then we'll go come back and then we'll walk again and we'll go somewhere else and we'll break it up and then we'll walk again. Like it's just, again, just super fluid in the way that it approaches. I, I concur. I, I think that's a really interesting idea. So a uh, oh, huge bunch of ideas here. I'm literally checking my... I was going to say, have I out. stolen any of your ideas? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I wanted to throw one more in here that I put in here is the ability to have an honest conversation with yourself. Ooh. So... I have found that across the journey, like I never, this is when I'm like in my work mode. So when I'm at home or in the office, I don't ever really check in with myself and be like, how are you really doing? Like, are you yeah. actually happy with the direction of your life? H- how's your health? Yeah. Right. Have you been pushing it too hard? Like being introspective in that and doing a check in with myself. It doesn't matter if I'm on my own for a weekend away with yourself or with Bianca. I find that to be an incredibly 
powerful thing that is only it's like i'm only honest with myself when i do the weekend away yeah when i'm in grind mode or when i'm in uh work mode it's like the routine is like of course i'm okay i'm in routine totally routine is okay what are you talking about you couldn't possibly make changes to your health right now yeah where i found that to be an incredibly uh powerful thing that can be done in these weekend away type setups as well and i think that I actually really like that. Like one of the things that I think would be helpful for other people is, and I'll riff off what you were saying, is being comfortable just walking out of a situation or walking out of a room. Like imagine that I needed to have that time and you and I were like in the kitchen doing something. I just like walk away and just have like 30 minutes to myself just to note that down, just to decompress myself or do something. And it's like, hey man, where are you going? Like, what are you doing? Or something like that. It's just like, it just is. And it's just natural. Because I think a lot of those things will actually pop up. Like this morning when I was thinking through my thinking time, what I'd actually found was my monkey brain kicked in and I just had all of these operational things. It's like, and I'm just like, I just got to get these down. And so all I did was I just banged them out. Usually when I'm thinking about other stuff, I was like, okay, cool, no, don't worry. And it was literally 10 bullet points of just random things. And I'm like, okay, cool, you're right now, Brian? Like, you, you back in the game now? Okay, cool, you're back in the game now. And just like progress from it. And so it's really interesting that you sort of check in on yourself and you have that introspective view. And I'm just like, there's so many ways to, if you have that, not bottle it up or not try and be in the moment, just like extract yourself out of the situation or just stop what you're doing, do something else in order to decompress and think through it. So when I get to the end of a weekend away, these can be on the last night or it might even be on the drive back or it even could be the day after if I've been particularly busy. I find myself going back to the list, reorganizing it and then turning it into actions. Turn them. Like things I'm actually going to change or people I made contact or whatever it is. Do you do the same? Yeah, there's three. It's funny. There's three questions, maybe four questions, like three that I know always have at the end of one of these things. What are we going to start doing? What are we going to stop doing? And when's the next one? And it's like literally it's at the bottom of my list right now. Like I know it, before we leave, I'm going to have to have a list of what I'm going to start doing, what I'm going to stop doing, and when's the next one. And then the other one, which is more like an introspective view of, is like, or what are the things that I haven't solved in order for me to take them and put them into like a thinking time or bring them to the next one? I do like the idea of booking the next Airbnb while we're away. It's like a sales call, right? Like you're on a sales call and the first thing you need to do is book in the next call before the finish of the call or otherwise you're not going to get it. It's like, oh, i got to book this in. All right. And then is there anything else you do across these weekends? Yeah. So the final thing is like when it finishes and I'm going back home, have you ever, have you ever seen like a three or a four, maybe a five-year-old go to like a theme park or like Disneyland? And the parents are trying to take them away and go home. And this kid's like, Have I seen it? I, I live it, Grant. Screaming tears. I don't want to go with you. I'm having too much fun. That's me. <laughs> I'm like screaming like tears. This is very fortunate. I've been working on how I deal with tantrums. <laughs> well, I've been developing great. this year. <laughs> In that case, when we finish up, you'll get to deal with my tantrum of going, oh, I'm having too much fun <laughs> as I disappear. And that's how I finish it. I would go as far to say that you want to leave feeling like it's almost not complete though totally i think you can definitely stay too long and if you've ever i remember this experience when i was younger like uh, being at a nightclub and it's like it's fun but eventually it doesn't become fun you definitely want to leave before you're not enjoying it because you can take it too far right where it's it's an unproductive thing the second you see a plate of shots at a bar or a nightclub you're like i'm out i'm done that is we went to a wedding last week 
Is that when that happens? started happening, I was like, <laughs> we're rolling. Dude, just, and it doesn't even have to be your friends getting the shots. It's like, the second you see any tray of shots going anywhere in that place, you're like, I'm done. <laughs> this is only downhill from here. We've covered my list pretty well here. Is there anything else you want to share on the idea of doing weekends aways or getaways, whatever way we want to frame them up here, which you think could be helpful for the audience? Um, I think we've covered most of the things that I that I really want. I think that the key points I really wanted to sort of push through was that concept of like this is a reflection time, not an execution time. Like the, there is no outcome that you're pushing for. You're not trying to drive some kind of agenda. This is a decompress and a creativity sort of approach. And then also on the other side of just like there is just no pressure of time. There is no pressure of the outcome. It's just to your point, it just is. And it's, it sounds weird. It's like, well, oh, you paid so much money for this place and you're going to do all this stuff. Like your family's still at home doing I think, all these I think things. we'll get 100x out of the, what we spend on this. Looking at previous ones? Yes. <laughs> like it's a hands down, but it's like it just is. Just let the process flow. And especially when you've got the energy of someone else who's got the same goals or aspirations or at least they're aligned like it'll just come out and so i think that's it's kind of the key message outside of just booking it and doing it it's just like don't have prepare properly don't have pressure to have an outcome and do it with someone that you really want to enjoy or people that you really want to enjoy it with who are also trying to push and drive yeah i love that and if i was going to bring one key point to the end of this as well is that this is a tool for the toolbox like this is a powerful thing you can incorporate that might be the limiter on you right now it's just like thinking time I would see it as valuable as thinking time. Huge. All right, let's round this one up. All right, I'm going to look at you in the eyes okay, when I say okay. this. Deep into eyes. This is Charlie, thank you very much for joining us. <laughs> and if you are not part of the email newsletter, head over to businessandinvesting.com forward slash newsletter. Put in your name and email, Charlie, and uh, we'll notify you every single time we release one of these episodes. Do you know what? What? We also have a bookkeeping business. Right? Oh, my gosh. Do you want to tell me about it? Well, not really. You know about it. <laughs> but for anyone else out there that is uh, looking to get their bookkeeping done, or maybe they won't want to get their bookkeeping done because they heard these things. Maybe. Maybe they think that they... No, they do need it. They it's do fine. need it. They, they probably need it. it. I'm going to go as far to say your current bookkeeper is terrible. You should use us. Unless you're using us now, to which your bookkeeper is amazing. Do you got a, a URL or something? Or people just need to like carry a pigeon you to go and get it? No, it's, it's like kinesthetically. <laughs> so They've got to think it and it will happen. Knowthescorefinance.com. Shall I got to tell you this? You know what I did? Yesterday was went and registered knowthescorefinance.com.au just in case. Just in case I say it on the episode. That is great. Because <laughs> like, yeah, knowing you, you're going to say it. I totally going to do that. <laughs> so we're all good. Thank you very much and we'll catch you on the next episode of Business and Investing.